Hello and welcome to Channel 17's Town Meeting Television. I'm Matt Kelly with another in our 2019 Candidate Forums. On this show, Williston Select Board Candidates. I'm pleased to be sharing the stage this evening with incumbent Terry Zitterich, also incumbent Ted Kenny, and challenger DeWitt, excuse me, <laughs> McHugh DeWitt. My apologies That's okay. for that. It's a challenging welcome game. all Thank to you. the stage. Thank you. It's a pleasure having you. Our format for this evening is a 60-second candidate opening statement followed by a round-robin question and answer. It's also an opportunity for you, our viewing audience, to dial on in and ask candidates questions directly. That number is 862-3966. So let's meet our candidates. Terry, incumbent, your opening statement, please. Hi, I'm Terry Zittrich. I've been uh, a resident of Williston for over 25 years. I've been a select board member for the last two years, and I believe I've brought a significant amount of additional due diligence, uh, policy scrutiny, and policy development to uh, a, a mostly passive select board, and I believe uh, that addition has improved the quality of the select board significantly, and I believe I can do this in, uh, in a way that, uh, that uh, is above that of my opponent. And, um, and uh, that's why I'm running. Very good. Terry, thank you so much. Another 60-second opening statement from candidate Ted Kenny. Thank you. Thank you for having us, first of all. Uh, my name is Ted Kenny. I'm running for re-election to the select board uh, because I love my town. Uh, I have lived in Williston since 1999. I am the father of two uh, daughters. Uh, both have gone through the Williston school systems. One is a sophomore at CVU, and one is finishing up eighth grade at Williston Central. Um, I have dedicated a large portion of my uh, civic uh, energy to volunteering for the town. I served as a member of the Planning Commission. I was elected to the school board. I was a member of the school board's uh, Chittenden South Supervisory Union board as well. Uh, I also have been elected to the select board starting in 2005. I took a break in 2010 and I got uh, re-elected in 2013. I'm running because I want to see Williston continue the progress that it's made. Uh, Williston has a vibrant uh, quality of life. We have very good municipal services, and we also have the second lowest property tax rate in the county. Um, I want to see Williston continue on. I want it to add uh, more services where possible, but I also want its budget to be protected and to make sure that we don't rely too much on things like the uh, sales tax from Task Corners, the big box stores whose future is not certain, um, I'm running because I want to be conservative in that way, but I also want to see Williston continuing to make the progress that it's made from a farming community to a bedroom community to an economic hub. I want it to keep moving forward. Thank you. Very good. And our final opening statement here from challenger uh, McHugh. McHugh DeWitt. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for uh, offering this service to the community. It's really great uh, that we have this forum and we can discuss our town. Uh, that I think all three of us love very much. And um, well, the reason why I'm running, um, when, when I had to fill out the petition, when you put your name in for the select board, um, you, you're given a form and you have to um, fill out 35 lines uh, of people registered in the town. And I thought to myself, I think I might know 35 people in the town of Williston. Uh, but I had the form in my car and I was driving around and uh, I went to the transfer station one day and I pulled in and um, I met uh, an older gentleman and I noticed his car had a uh, license plate uh, with the American flag and he was a veteran. 
and uh, I thought this was this would be a perfect opportunity. This would be my first my first person to sign the petition. And um, I walked up to him and I said, "What what war did you serve in?" And he said, "The Korean War." And uh, I thanked him for his service. And then I asked him, um, "Would he sign my petition?" And uh, we talked a little bit about the town. He'd been there a much longer time. He's he's lived there his whole life. I've only been there three years, but. Um, he signed my petition and he said, we need to get more people involved. And so uh, that's kind of been the driving factor for me. Um, I don't have the same qualifications as uh, Terry or Ted, but um, I do share the passion for the town that, that, they share, that they have. Very good. We're on to our round robin question and answer uh, session at this time. And a reminder for you, the viewing audience, if you have a question of one of the candidates, our number is 862-3966. We'll uh, move right into our uh, question here. Uh, for each of you, we'll begin with you, Ted. What are your top three issues that you're running on that you'd like to see uh, addressed uh, by the select board? Sure. Um, they can be broken down to responsible growth, um, sustainable spending and quality of life, life issues. Um, I want to see the town uh, continue to balance its protection of the ag rural district. Uh, we still do have operating farms in Williston um, with the need for economic expansion. Um, I want to see that the uh, economic growth in town does do things like have pedestrian friendly development, uh, that uh, we encourage environmental uh, um, conservation and, and energy policies and things like that in our growth. Um, the second one is actually, uh, it's a pretty boring municipal nuts and bolts issue and that's uh, sustainable spending. Um, right now the uh, sales tax, the local options tax that we get from uh, uh, sales in Williston is bringing in a good chunk of money. Uh, the problem with that, it actually can be a problem if you become addicted to that. Uh, I was on the select board when the uh, Great Recession hit and uh, we, uh, the, that funding on a, then about a $10 million budget went down half a million dollars. Uh, it was massive. So we have to be very careful with our spending. Uh, the third is quality of life issues. Uh, we recently added uh, Catamount uh, as a, the Williston Town Forest. That's a great development. Um, there are other things that uh, we could probably do better. Um, but uh, again, a lot of this comes down to nuts and bolts type stuff like, um, making sure the parks and recreation uh, fees are reasonable, making sure that bike paths continue to be built, and uh, just making sure that Williston is a friendly place where people feel welcome and that they have a voice. Very good, McHugh DeWitt, your top three uh, issues uh, that you'd work on if you're elected to the select board. So um, my number one issue is actually the library. Um, I, I uh, live in the village, the historic village, and um, I am able to walk to the library uh, with my children. I have four kids, uh, ages ranging from eight to one. And, um, and the library is just such a wonderful um, fixture of the, uh, of the village. And, um, and, you know, the library is going through um, some growing pains. And this, the building where it's in now um, is just not big enough anymore. And I've sat down and I've spoken with Marty, our library director, about the library, and uh, she, you know, gave me. She told me about some of the options that that she's facing, and um, and it might possibly be moved out of the village. And this would be obviously terrible for my family, but it would be an amazing opportunity for the people who live in, for example, Maple Tree Housing, or for the people who are going to be in the new development on Zephyr Road. 
there are dads, there's moms there who will be able to then walk to the library. Now that is uh, a long-term thing, and Marty has just started the discussion on that. He, she started a 10-year uh, you know, discussion about what to do with the library. But that's my first, my first issue. The second issue is, um, is the village itself. Um, I feel like uh, there's really uh, tight policies about uh, what businesses can do with their, um, their building codes. Uh, when we first moved there, there was a restaurant that we were looking forward to going to called Eggs Place there. Um, and it closed down a month after we were there. Um, and it could be due just to, because they weren't able to get enough customers in the door, um, but it could also be due to certain policies that we can maybe um, uh, pull back on a little bit to, to allow more businesses to come into the village so that we have this sort of vibrancy that the, uh, the town is looking for um, for the village. Um, and the third thing has to do with what Ted was talking about with the outdoor recreation. Uh, the bike paths, um, I use the bike paths all the time with my family, the county parks, the, uh, um, the wonderful trails, uh, it's all, it's a wonderful, wonderful place to, to raise a family. And um, we just got to make sure that we keep expanding on that uh, with the purchase of Catamount, for example, and, um, and other green space that we can provide to the community. Very good. Terry Zidrich, your uh, top three issues for you that you're going to work on if uh, re-elected to the select board. Okay, thank you, Matt. So uh, the top three issues for uh, me, number one would be that in order to do some of the things that McHugh and Ted talked about, which I would mimic, I would agree with all of their items, um, is that you know, we have to have a select board that is active, engaged, and leading the discussion and discussing these topics in a forum that drives policy creation. And the makeup of the current board, uh, quite frankly, doesn't do that. So my push and my number one, and this is the whole reason I'm running, is that we need a select board that leads and drives policy. And we don't have that today. And uh, I think I brought a, a, a flavor of that to the select board over the last two years. Tremendous input from, uh, from uh, the community, and I will continue to do that if elected into the three-year uh, position. Um, my number two is uh, I'd like to see us work on, a, on, again, setting policy on budget. And again, I'm fiscally conservative, uh, um, and I challenge the budget up and down, and for the same reasons that some of my opponents talked about, and that is, you know, we're not guaranteed to keep the retail income that we've had um, um, uh, for the last uh, so many years since, I guess, since the recession. You know, almost a third of our uh, revenue for the general uh, administration budget comes from uh, rooms and meals and the options tax, so that's pretty significant. We have a little bit of a buffer for short-term recessions because we have quite a, um, uh, uh, what we call, I guess, a, uh, um, a fund uh, for our uh, budget underruns for the last few years that we've built up, and that will buffer us. And I think uh, I asked and we calculated at the last budget discussion uh, uh, a couple of years at least uh, uh, on, a, on a recession, but uh, that's not guaranteed.
And those are my major those are my major items on that. Thank you. Very good. A reminder, if you have questions for our candidates, you can dial in at 862-3966. We're moving on to more questions here. Uh, McHugh DeWitt, this one is for you. Do you support the Williston Town budget for the fiscal year 20? I do. Yeah, I've taken a look at it. And I definitely, once again, do not have the experience that, at, that Ted and Terry have as, as select board members. Um, but I have taken a look at it. I have spoken um, the um, town manager, Rick, uh, invited me to his office and um, we discussed the budget and um, it makes sense. Um, it's a fiscally re responsible budget and um, and I want to thank Ted and Terry for the work they've done um, putting it together. Okay. Uh, 60 second response, Terry uh, Zidrich, about the uh, Williston Town budget for fiscal year 2020. You know, I supported it as well. I supported the general budget as well as the uh, three utility budgets with some reservations. Uh, I think you know, to be fiscally conservative, I, I didn't like the addition of some new administrative positions, and I, I challenged those to, uh, uh, pretty heavily. But at the end of the day, I did, uh, I did support the budget. We do a very different kind of a, a budget review in Williston that is more of a, a pure bottoms-up than a tops-down. And again, as a leadership, uh, as a leading select board leading the discussion on the budget, we should start with some kind of a tops down, you know, how do we want to budget salaries and benefits for the town officials because we don't do any of that today. And it makes it very difficult to challenge line, item, uh, line items on the budget. So to keep us fiscally conservative and responsible, we should modify, uh, and I've made proposals on how to modify the budget review process in Williston. Thank you. Uh, Ted Kenny, your thoughts on the uh, Williston Town budget for fiscal year 2020? Well, it, it passed out unanimously. Uh, everybody voted for it. Nobody voted against it, and I was one of the people who voted for it, uh, which is kind of obvious. Uh, but uh, it's it's an 11 million 494 thousand dollar budget. Um, it increases about three point something percent over the year before. When you consider that next year's inflation rate is going to expected to be about 2.2 percent. Uh, that's not much of an increase, particularly when you also factor in that Williston's population has continued to grow. Uh, Williston has a really unique challenge. It has uh, about 9,000 people that are there as full-time residents, 9,000 people at night, but it has over 20,000 people who are there during the day. So the town budget has to uh, anticipate and be ready for the kind of services that 20,000 people have, and we do have the sales uh, tax, the local options tax as it's called. Um, that does provide about $25 million of revenue into the, uh, to the budgeting process. Um, that is a, uh, a, uh, a good thing, obviously. Uh, we have used that to keep uh, taxes low, and again, we have, we have the second lowest municipal property tax rate in Chittenden County. Um, that, that extra money that comes in from the sales tax is used in a variety of ways to keep those taxes down and keep services up. This year there's about $400,000 of that money that went into the operating account, uh, operating budget uh, to um, make sure that municipal property taxes didn't go up. The last thing I'd say is this, um, most people in town uh, do not have a $400,000 home but the math works out, so let's use that as an example. If you had a $400,000 home uh, this year, your property tax rate, is your number you're gonna pay for more taxes next year is $8 for the whole year. Um, for the last uh, uh, three years combined, it's $40 a year uh, more. So we've done a great job holding taxes down uh, and providing the services that the, that the people need. 
Very good. Uh, a reminder, if you have questions for our candidates, 862-3966 is the number. Terry, we're going to stick with uh, some budget issues here. Uh, sure. Specifically, do you support the bond issue for the two new fire trucks uh, for the, the town? And uh, more broadly, do you think that the public safety department uh, is adequately staffed and funded? So this is a complicated question. So, so let me start by saying I did support the bond issue. And... Um, and uh, I supported it with reservations, though. And I also supported it with a caveat that I expect us to continue to look at it and continue to evaluate up until the time we need to spend the alternatives that we didn't fully vet out in the budget process. Our budget process starts around the December time frame and runs right up against kind of the end point of uh, when we need to sign off on the budget. In fact, on the day we had to sign off on the budget, I was still grilling the, f the chief the emergency services fire department chief on the fire department apparatus, the two fire trucks he was asking for, and what alternatives we had. Not getting satisfactory answers there, I had to decide whether to support or not. I decided it made sense to support with also the caveat that we don't actually have to spend the money if we can figure out how to do it cheaper. And, you know, people make this a question about you know, is this a good fire department, a bad fire department? Is the chief doing a great job, a bad job? Uh, when we talk about people get very emotional about public safety spending. And at the end of the day, um, you know, the chief and the, and the emergency services department are doing a fabulous job. I mean, they, they wanted, a, I think, ambulance service of the year last year or so. They're, they're a great professional organization. It's more a question of do we have the right balance of apparatus and equipment for fire versus ambulance versus um, you know paramedics and EMTs. And across the nation this is a problem and this is one of the things I researched and this is kind of what I do on the select board. I researched um, what kind of a problem this is and how it's being solved. And it, it's solved by coming up with a, the right mix of equipment. You know, and just to give you an example, last year we had $3,500 in fire services kind of uh, revenue. We get some revenue from this. We had $383,000 of uh, income for ambulance services, 100 times more. We had seven structure fires in, um, in Williston last year and we're talking about buying $2 million of equipment over the last couple of years. So it bears some scrutiny. It's not because we think the, or I, because I think the fire department or the emergency services is bad. It's because we have to be responsible and, you know, hold our costs down. Okay, very good. I apologize. Uh, oh, was Ted, I going too long? I, I apologize. <laughs> you had some very good points and we try to keep it under two minutes, but great. Ted, your uh, 60 second response. Does the town need two new fire trucks? Yes. Uh, th this is another issue that was uh, unanimous uh, in the select board. Nobody voted against it. Everybody voted for it. Uh, the reason that it needs those is because a, a fire truck has a life expectancy of about 20 years. Um, the, the two trucks that are coming in are replacing three trucks. This is actually part of a plan to reduce the amount of heavy equipment that the town of Williston has in its fire department. In 2010, we had seven trucks. In 2025, we're going to be down to four. Um, the two, two tr three trucks that are being replaced is a brush truck that doesn't work anymore, uh, a, a ladder truck that is on its way out. I think it's 18 years old. That's the one that served, uh, saved the uh, brick church when the steeple was hit by lightning, um, and uh, an engine. 
Um, we're replacing them with two trucks that basically do the same thing. So these, these are, are great things. And ultimately, uh, when I looked into it, I saw that we're probably actually going to hopefully save money on maintenance and expenses because these are new trucks. And we're doing it at exactly the right time because it actually does reduce the number of uh, the amount of equipment that the fire department has but it does it at a moment when these trucks still have trade-in value. So when I examined the issue, it looked like it was right, and everybody on the, bo on the board voted for it. Uh, McHugh DeWitt, it, it seems kind of strange that we have to spend more money to be more efficient. Yeah. Um, this is something I talked to Rick, I got a chance to talk to Rick about it as well with the, uh, the fire trucks. And my, I can tell you my three-year-old son is very excited about new fire trucks for the town. Uh, one of the trucks I learned actually from one of his uh, books, my three-year-old son's books, one of the trucks is called a quint, and it's short for quintuple, and it actually serves five purposes. It, it serves, um, uh, it's a pump, it's a water tank, it's a fire hose, it's an aerial device, and it has ground ladders on it as well. So yeah, our fire chief, Ken, is thinking really hard about uh, how best to serve our community and, and yes, I do support uh, the purchase of the two trucks. I'm just gonna add something here. Do we know if these uh, trucks are more fuel efficient than what is currently uh, being operated, Terry? That's a good question. I think maybe versus the big ladder truck, it might be more fuel efficient. It's a smaller truck. Mm -hmm. okay. So it probably has a smaller footprint. Okay. Um, Ted, your thoughts on that? You know? It's my understanding they would be just because they're they're 18 years, 20 years in advanced technology sure. versus what it was. Yeah, thank mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that children's book didn't mention that. About the <laughs> thank you. Uh, we're going to continue kind of on the budget here, and it really has to do with the economic development of the town of Williston. Uh, what do you see as the future of these uh, big box stores in the era of uh, Amazon? And McHugh DeWitt, we'll begin with you. <clears throat> well, I just uh, took... Um, Three of my kids, the one-year-old was uh, down for a nap. I took them to, over to Get Air, which is a new um, place that uh, you can bring your kids, and it's just filled with trampolines. I don't know if you've, have you been there yet, yeah, Matt. Uh, it's just filled with trampolines. It's an amazing place, and it's, it's an option, I think, for what we can do with these box stores. Uh, we lost Toys R Us recently in, in the town of Williston, and, um, you know, people are looking more for experiences rather than for um, places to buy things where they can just look on their phone and find the best deal. So um, I think something like Gidair as well, you know, we have uh, right behind Gidair, we have a really great brewery, uh, Burlington Beer Company. And um, that's another example in which uh, the, the town, I feel, should just like back up a little bit and let these local businesses uh, thrive as much as they can, especially a brewery where we have tourists coming in from all of New England uh, coming to try our beers and um, the town you know gives BBCO a hard time for wanting to expand their their uh, their restaurant space and uh, I think it's just something that the town really needs to work with especially our local businesses in providing um, you know growth uh, business growth for them. Okay, Terry Zittrich, your uh, comment on uh, the economic development makeup of the Well, I, I actually think we have a pretty good economic development makeup in, in, uh, with the mix of retail, hotels, restaurants, with some light manufacturing and industrial, and a number of breweries, as, uh, as uh, McHugh mentioned. And uh, I recently recall us approving some legislation to allow the expansion of uh, breweries for the purposes of uh, tasting and 
added restaurant space. So I think uh, you know we've 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 had some of those things come by, and I think it's it's been positive. Um, in terms of the impact of Amazon, um, I think if Amazon gets to the point where they can deliver lumber and uh, <laughs> and toilets to your house, you know, by helicopter. I think maybe <laughs> in that case we'll have uh, we'll have some serious issues with Amazon. But you know, I come from Michigan originally. You know, 40, 40 some years ago, and um, you know we had a we had a big box centered you know super shopping center every square mile it seemed like, and we don't have that in Vermont. We have luckily they placed this big shopping area in, in at taft's corners in williston and, and we're reaping the benefits but we don't have them all over so i think we may be a little more sheltered and uh and buffered from the impacts of today's amazon you know whether we get to a future of amazon delivering things same day i don't know but i think there will always be that need to have you know for people to want to pick and, and, and touch stuff and buy it immediately in a brick and mortar. Um, Ted Kenner, your thoughts on the uh, economic development uh, for the town of Williston? Um, era of big box stores, is it coming to an end? What's the, what's the future? Where does the town go from here? Let, let me answer that as clearly as I possibly can. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what the, uh, uh, what the uh, future of big box stores are. I suspect that there will be evolution and uh, uh, pain. Uh, as often comes with change. Um, so, uh, but that being said, um, there are some things that the town can do uh, to mitigate uh, itself. And this is what I keep coming back to, is that there, we have to have a fiscally uh, responsible budget. We have to make sure that as we, if we do increase spending on something, that it's the kind of increase that is worth it uh, and not relying entirely on the sales tax. Um, it, that, that's the number one thing. Uh, the other thing is, um, again, continuing to increase, uh, to well, to encourage other kinds of development in. Um, Maple Tree Place, I was growing up next door in Richmond when uh, that was a field. Uh, I actually hayed where 99 Steakhouse is uh, now. Um, it was an awful job. It was not a great guy to work for. Uh, but that being said, um, you know, the, the town has changed a lot. And, uh, you know, when Pyramid Mall was trying to come in in the 1970s, that was stopped because it was just a one one type thing. Uh, it was you know if the mall closes down, then then the development is gone. I think Williston's done a good job avoiding that, and I, I do want to see more light manufacturing. Recently, the, uh, I was part of a, the select board had a site visit to uh, get rid of an easement, uh, uh, a town part of a town road that was a completely pointless part of a town road. It was where the plow truck used to turn around but it didn't need to anymore because the road had been expanded and kept going. But because that was a town road, there was a setback issue. A light manufacturing company could not uh, put the number of parking lots, uh, parking spaces in, and so we, we discontinued that portion of the road. These kinds of things, uh, I think the select board has done a really good job on, and uh, I will encourage it to continue uh, with that kind of thing. Uh, Ted Kennedy, we're uh, Ted Kenny. We're going to uh, stick with you here um, on this question. Many Vermont towns, including Williston, are facing uh, infrastructure issues. Uh, here in Burlington, a water main just recently broke. Uh, in Montpelier, we've seen uh, issues of that. Um, this is a ticking time bomb for municipalities across the country. I was reading uh, something recently that the the t tab is over a trillion dollars throughout the country 
of what uh, needs to be done. Uh, your thoughts on uh, the infrastructure. Williston is a little bit inured from this because it's a relatively newer town, if you will. Um, can you speak to the infrastructure costs and how to fund some of these uh, improvements or maintenance costs uh, going forward? Sure. One of, one of the things that Williston does well is uh, it has uh, uh, development and impact fees that are uh, completely segregated out and must be spent for things like infrastructure. Um, uh, and so that's when a new development comes in. Uh, it has to pay those fees, and those fees are not put in uh, where the, the select board could use it to uh, buy basketballs or something like that. It's only for infrastructure. Uh, so that, that has to continue, and nobody's suggesting that's going to change. Um, the other thing that uh, the town does, and I, I would advocate continue doing, is, uh, is keep that uh, capital reserve fund well-funded. Um, right now, there are about $3 million in that reserve fund, over $3 million. That's probably a little high. Uh, so if there is a crying need for infra infrastructure, uh, an immediate need, uh, that would be something that I think could be uh, spent a bit. Um, I know we're talking about roads and bridges and whatnot. One of the things that I consider as part of Williston's infrastructure is uh, it's open land. It's open space. And um, <coughs> it, uh, it, Williston does have an environmental reserve fund that it funds uh, pretty well. That's why the town could uh, put the money up to buy the Catamount uh, land and create the Williston uh, town forest without raising taxes. Um, and uh, had that planning not gone in, had we not done that years ago, we wouldn't be in a position to do it. Um, but uh, again, all of this is to say that you know, with, with uncertainty coming in in the future, but the need for infrastructure growing, um, we really need to shepherd our resources and, and keep them, uh, keep spending in, in, uh, in check. Mm -hmm. so. uh, Terry Zitterich will uh, ask the question of you. It sounds like uh, Williston's got a pretty good handle on the costs for infrastructure improvements and maintenance. Could that be a model maybe for other municipalities in our state? Or? Well, I, I think, you know, I think we're, we're, uh, we're fortunate to have an outstanding public works department. We do have a fiscally responsible uh, uh, town manager as well. So we do have plans, you know, ongoing plans to uh, uh, upgrade roads over time. So there's a, there's actually a plan. We don't wait for the potholes to come. We we uh, we have a plan for certain roads at certain times for repaving. Uh, but when things break, we do have reserve funds, as, as uh, my opponent Ted mentioned, and uh, and we can use those for those costs. And we do have uh, uh, utility funds that collect money uh, for long-term debt, as well as you know uh, 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 new infrastructure items that need to be done. We do put away money for you know, replacing things like um, fire hydrants that uh, frequently, I guess, break or get run over or, uh, or, or start to leak. So, um, and uh, again, I think it's through the, through the work of the uh, Public Works Department. Again, Bruce Hoare, outstanding Public Works Director that we have, uh, uh, has a, I think he has a pretty uh, comprehensive plan. This year at our, uh, at our retreat, we started to discuss, you know, the long-term 
uh, improvement of things like water lines and, uh, and sewer systems, but uh, that's an ongoing discussion. So I think that does bear some more scrutiny in those areas, but I think we've got roads pretty well covered. We don't have a lot of bridges. Bridges usually require, they're usually very big ticket items and usually require a bond vote, okay. a, a significant uh, investment. Uh, McHugh DeWitt, your thoughts? Are you happy with the uh, state of the improvement uh, uh, funding for infrastructure development in the uh, in the town. Yes, I am. I mean, we live in Vermont, so potholes are about as uh, <laughs> as common as uh, you know tulips in the in the springtime. So, uh, and we have a think of million dollars set aside in the budget um, annually for for road maintenance. Um, and uh, yeah, and once same as Terry said, if if there's a big project. Where we need a lot of, of money, we could always use a bond to, to pay for it. And then that way we get it done up front, and then we just pay for it over the years through taxes. Mm -hmm. Terry Zidrich, we'll come back to you here. Sure. Um, do you feel that the town of Williston is handling the opiate crisis to the best of its ability? Could they do more? What, uh, what do you see the town's role in trying to address this epidemic? Is? Well, I think community involvement is important, and we have. Um, we, we, Williston, when I say we, we along, we along with five other towns uh, have contracted the services of the Howard Center in an outreach program, kind of like the outreach, the street outreach program that's being used uh, very successfully in Burlington. And uh, we use this program in Williston to identify, hopefully identify high risk people um, that have the potential, and this is hopefully be, again before they go into uh, into a, a situation where they might go into drug abuse, and provide them assistance or connect them with services for assistance. And this could be, you know, you could uh, self uh, uh, identify yourself as needing help. Friends can identify you or identify a person. Teachers. Um, um, so that's the model for the, uh, the Howard Center uh, program. And again, with uh, five other towns, uh, we're, we've implemented this program in Williston. I think it's a great idea. I think we can do more. I think we can, uh, we can uh, do some community um, education you know, in community groups uh, because the cost of, uh, of especially opiates is, is so high, you know, uh, you know, leading anywhere from uh, you know, medical, crime, um, and uh, you know, eventually leading you know to, we have many opiate deaths uh, in the country. So, and I think we can do more. I think we can hire some expert services, some uh, like the Howard Center, to help uh, help uh, uh, moderate and run some of these community forums to educate uh, our teachers, uh, parents, uh, and uh, and adults too, because uh, opiates aren't restricted to kids and and young people. It's uh, it's an addiction that uh, can come from long-term uh, pain issues. So, uh, uh, Ted Kenny, your thoughts on the town of Williston's role in trying to combat the opiate epidemic? Is the town doing enough? Is it helping uh, the young kids of your community enough to uh, uh, avoid this uh, scourge? Well, uh, frankly, I don't think anybody's doing enough. Um, I, this is an issue that I deal with uh, in my professional life as, as a lawyer. Um, I first ran into it uh, in the 1990s when I had a client who was a teenager, uh, late teens, 19, um, who I knew because I knew the family. And um, he was, uh, be had become opiate dependent. And the, the most amazing thing in dealing with that, and I have seen this over and over and over again, 
uh, is that when uh, I realized that when I was talking to him, I wasn't talking to the, the nice young man, the great kid that I knew, I was talking to the drug. Um, and so this, this is a huge problem. Um, in April, I'm blanking on the date, but in April, the town is actually sponsoring a, a huge uh, town forum that's going to be at Wilson Central School. Uh, please come. Uh, dinner will be served, uh, and it's for people of all ages. Um, and this is, this is one of the things that we're doing. Um, is it enough? No, uh, it's not. Um, uh, like most people uh, who are dealing with this, um, I can tell horror stories, but I'm not exactly sure what the municipality of Williston can do to increase that. I think, you know, we, we have Narcan uh, for the police department. Uh, we do have uh, five mental health workers that are there. They're more for mental health than they are for drugs, but it does overlap tremendously. Um, but I would say this, that, that whatever issue, uh, whatever uh, policies that are recommended, uh, whatever money that has to be spent, and again, I am I'm keeping a tight lid, hopefully on on uh, uh, on the budget. Uh, but I'd ask everybody keep keep in mind this this isn't other people, uh, this is us, um, and uh, it's not just a question of muggings that might happen in the old North End of Burlington or uh, something that happens on the streets of Chicago. Um, I have I have I know about uh, people who have decided to break into places in nice neighborhoods like mine during the day because the person is a drug addict and this is where the good stuff is to sell. Uh, this is a real thing for everybody, whether you're looking at it altruistically or whether you're looking at it selfishly. Uh, no, we're not doing enough, and uh, but please come to the uh, please come to the meeting in April. Uh, Dewitt McHugh, or, uh, McHugh Dewitt, your uh, thoughts on the village and the town. Does the select board have a role to play here in trying to uh, offer an alternative to opiate addiction? Well, yeah, I think the select board's role would be, you know, to kind of brainstorm and come up with ideas that um, that could help the community. Um, and the besides the select board, we also have um, the Williston Rotary and the Richmond Williston Richmond Rotary and the Share Rotary. Uh, they're also, along with the the forum in April, they're also doing a lot to um, to get the word out about this epidemic and uh, trying to find solutions. Um, so um, it's something that it is really personal to me. Um, it's not dealing with opiates, but um, with drug and alcohol. Um, my little brother was involved with a uh, in a uh, in a car accident when he was 18 years old, and um, he suffered severe uh, brain damage because of it. And um, uh, now he's an advocate for for distracted driving, for drunken driving. And um, so we need people like that as well in our community to come forward and and help teach youngsters, you know, the the uh, you know the, the terrible things that happen because of drug drug abuse and and alcohol abuse. Uh, McHugh, we're just going to stay on this question here with you one more time. The um, attorney general has uh, joined a lawsuit uh, suing manufacturers of, of opiates. Do you support that lawsuit? Uh, I would support that lawsuit, yes. Uh, uh, any more? Okay. Uh, Ted, your thoughts on that uh, lawsuit? 100%. Um, uh, T.J. Donovan's office has uh, taken the lead on this, and they are uh, advocating uh, in court uh, that these uh, drug producers uh, pony up for the damage that they've done. When, when you look at the numbers of uh, the number of pills that have been prescribed and the number of people that they would, that they would treat and that they would use, um, it's completely out of proportion. Um, it, it's, you know, my, my father passed away from cancer in 2001 and um, he had uh, an appropriate uh, prescription for OxyContin. Um, 
a, a person coming in to fit up the hospital bed in, in his uh, apartment in the last couple of months uh, stole a lot of those drugs. Um, and uh, it was, uh, you know, we, we dealt with it. We have uh, reasonably good basic life skills where we can make phone calls and get replacements <laughs> and whatnot. But um, it, is, it is just amazing that, that these drug companies have been involved with this making a huge amount of profit. They, they had to have known, uh, I say, go full, full on and full forward. Terry Zittrich, your comment on uh, T.J. Donovan's uh, lawsuit against the opiate manufacturers. I would absolutely, uh, and it's unanimous, I would also support uh, this lawsuit against the manufacturers. I recently read that um, 75% of the worldwide production of painkillers is being used by 5% of the world's population. <laughs> and I can... I'm sure we can all guess where that 5% is, is, uh, is centered. Yeah. So it's very disappointed. It, it's, uh, they're pushing the painkillers in the U.S., and we need to stop that. Okay, well, we've uh, reached the end of our uh, discussion here this evening. It's time now for our closing statements from our candidates. 60 seconds each, and Ted Kenny, we'll begin with you. 60-second closing statement, please. Thank you, and thank you again for hosting. Uh, I very much appreciate it. Um, I'm running for re-election to the select board because I want to serve, and that sounds hokey, and everybody says it. Uh, uh, it has, it's, it's just true. Um, I, I love my town. Uh, I find the challenges that the select board offers to be personally invigorating. Um, again, Williston is an incredible place, 9,000 people at night, 20,000 people during the day. We've done a great job uh, balancing the needs that the town has as it evolves from one thing to another to another, uh, but there's more to do. Um, I, I think that we can uh, continue to increase uh, services for parks and recreation. We can continue to do uh, look at uh, responsible development. Um, the the future is, uh, you know, is coming whether we prepare for it or not. And I'm asking for your vote to be on the select board to help continue to prepare for the future uh, in all of its possibilities, whether the big box stores close down, whether they don't, whether Williston continues to get a bonanza from its uh, sales and use tax, uh, or whether it doesn't. Um, I'm asking to apply my experience, my leadership, and my passion uh, to uh, the job of select board, and I'm asking for your vote, and I'm thanking you for your time. Thank you. Thank you, DeWitt. Your uh, closing comments, please. Well, I don't think it sounds hokey at all, Ted, that you that you want to serve. I think that is something that has been lost, especially on the national level, uh, for, with politicians. Uh, you know, the idea of serving your community and serving the people—it's um, just not non-existent, especially in, in in the Oval Office. But um, I I learned that as well from my father about public service. Uh, he was. Um, County legislator, legislator for for many years, and um, and he instilled in me that idea that you are there to serve the people, and you listen to them, you find out what they need, and you do the best you can to make that available to them. And um, so these two two other uh, candidates, Terry and Ted, are are wonderful choices as well. I'm asking you for my vote because I do offer an alternative, um, a new voice for, for the select board. So thank you. Very good. 
Terry Zitterich, your closing comments, please. Well, it's going to be unanimous. We all we all want to serve the community, <laughs> and uh, we all have strong ties in the community. And I respect my uh, my opponents uh, very much. It takes a lot of time and dedication to do this. Um, the reason I'm running is I think I can do a better job. I think my record over the last couple of years will show this. And you know, as we can all sit here and say this, I think if if uh, if uh, if I can beg a little bit more of your time, and I thank you for the time you're, you're taking now to watch us and watch this forum, and Matt for running it, uh, and Channel 17, an invaluable resource uh, for democracy. Um, but if you take the time to watch uh, a few select board meetings from the last couple of years, you'll see that my participation and my preparedness and my passion for uh, performing due diligence and uh, driving policy uh, at the select board level is unparalleled in, in the board and, uh, and therefore uh, I'm requesting that you vote for me uh, to move uh, Williston forward. Thank you. Terry Zitterich, Ted Kenny, and McHugh DeWitt, my thanks for joining us here this evening. Thanks for your continued service to the town of Williston and for your willingness to serve. It takes great courage to be willing to put your name on a ballot and face the voters on March 5th. Do join us at 7 p.m. on March 5th, Election Day, for complete election results coverage beginning at 7 p.m. right here on Channel 17. For all of us at CCTV Town Meeting Television, I'm Matt Kelly. Thank you. Good night.